Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by Fluffy Bath Towels. Tonight, we'll read the next part to The Princess and the Goblin, a children's fantasy novel by George MacDonald. If you'd like an easy way to listen to these continuing episodes in order, go to snoozecast.com series. When we left off, Princess Irene follows her grandmother's instructions to follow the gossamer thread wherever it goes. It took Irene directly to Curdie's cave prison cell deep within the mountain. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. As Princess Irene continued to clear away the stones that kept Curdie imprisoned, she became satisfied that what Curdie wanted done and what the thread wanted done were one and the same thing, for she not only saw that by following the turns of the thread she had been clearing from the face of the slab, but that a little more 
Then halfway down, the thread went through the chink between the slab and the wall into the place where Curdie was confined so that she could not follow it any farther until the slab was out of her way. As soon as she found this, she said in a right joyous whisper, Now, Curdie, I think if you were to give a great push, the slab would tumble over. Stand quite clear of it then, said Curdie, and let me know when you're ready. Irene got off the heap and stood on one side of it. Now, Curdie, she cried. Curdie gave a great rush with his shoulder against it. Out tumbled the slab on the heap, and out crept Curdie over the top of it. You've saved my life, Irene, he whispered. Oh, Curdie, I'm so glad. Let's get out of this horrid place as fast as we can. That's easier said than done, returned he. Oh, no, it's quite easy, said Irene. We have only to follow my thread. I'm sure that it's going to take us out now. She had already begun to follow it over the fallen slab into the hole while Curdie was searching the floor of the cavern for his pickaxe. Here it is, he cried. No, it is not, he added in a disappointed tone. What can it be then? I declare it's a torch. That is jolly. It's better almost than my pickaxe. Much better if it weren't for those stone shoes, he went on, as he lighted the torch by blowing the last embers of the expiring fire. When he looked up, with the lighted torch casting a glare into the great darkness of the huge cavern, he caught sight of Irene disappearing in the hole out of which he had himself just come. Where are you going there? he cried. That's not the way out. That's where I couldn't get out. I know that, whispered Irene. But this is the way my thread goes, and I must follow it. What nonsense the child talks, said Curdie to himself. I must follow her, though, and see that she comes to no harm. She will soon find she can't get out that way, and then she will come with me. So, he crept over the slab once more, into the hole with his torch in his hand. But when he looked about in it, he could see her nowhere. And now he...